welcome to the Lost Cause Podcast. I am your DM, Josh Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by our illustrious guests. I am joined by Alexis. How did I know I was going first <laughs> since I was drinking? <laughs> I told everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Glad that I'm being picked on by our DM already. We are joined by uh, Jade 2.0 from Wellington. Look, again? Guys. What? Yes, it's been such a long <laughs> amount of time that I've been down here. I don't, I don't think the real Jade exists anymore. Do you even uh, have a job? No, I actually just like make Wild. money with my hands. I like. Wait, 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 wait! No judgment, wait. no judgment, right? Uh, rumor has it he also makes money with his hands. We have Harris. Halcyon Wrangle State Raid. Was that my middle that name? Was, I think yep. it was. Wrangle. Was it Scrounge? Wrangle. Halcyon Wrangle State Raised. Back again, baby. And we are joined by Kale. It's Scream, you know. Hopefully um, time goes how it should. No Squeep Hog Day for us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well... Let's find out. Before no, we get no, into... No, no poll this week. Squeeb Hog Day is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a poll, Squeeb but all of the day. options are the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, I believe we have a review, maybe? Kind of? We do. Well, we have an email. Um, if you want to have us review your review or chat about your email or anything, get in touch. There's plenty of ways you can get in touch. You can do it. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. We would love some more reviews on iTunes. Five stars. Put anything you want in the in the iTunes review. It's really easy if you don't have an iTunes account. I didn't. Um, but uh, <laughs> it makes it sound like I've reviewed it a bunch myself. <laughs> I didn't, but I made six That's of them. That's secretly where um, every single one of our reviews has come from so far. Including the Celsius review from the last episode. I, <laughs> I really struggle to um, have genuine conversations with my friends, so I figured <laughs> that this is the only way that they'll actually respond to the things I'm putting out there. I'm, so I'm, really <laughs> I'm really glad you appreciate my accent, Harris. You could have told me that as that was almost a full spit yeah. taken to my microphone. <laughs> so close. One day. Yeah, you can review us on iTunes. You can get in touch on our socials at Lost Cause Pod, or you can flick us an email at lostcosepod at gmail.com. Uh, just like our good friend Scott did. Scott, friend of the show, has sent us <laughs> yes. so many emails. So many emails. <laughs> and we are so appreciative of it, Scott, but we're trying to space them out so um, some other people can get a chance. But um, Scott has sent us an email, again, headlined as important using our email uh, the way we want. Um, and Scott, for those of you who are following along at home, was the one who sent us pictures of potatoes. Um in a wild turn of events, Scott has sent us a photo this time of a kumara, um next to the recipe for a chocolate brownie. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, it looks like a pretty standard brownie recipe, but there is um, coffee in this recipe, which is interesting. But yeah, choc chips, coffee, vanilla essence. Again, using our email like we, um, like we want it to be used. And just as a, as a reminder, we batch record. If you want to email us, uh, we will get to it. As is shown by this, we will literally talk about anything. <laughs> so what do we think, team? Well, I'll, I'll, you, yeah, you go. You go. You start. Sorry. <laughs> chomping sorry. at the bit. Um, <laughs> I'm personally not a baker. Um, I can't even make pancakes properly. So I, I can't attest to how good or bad this recipe is. Looks delicious. But uh, I'm going to give a massive shout out to his uh, Cartoon Network Adventure Time notebook that he sent in. Uh, it's got a little the little penguin. <laughs> Sliding down the bottom. Love it. Showing the oh, geek. Yeah. So uh I'm just gonna give you ten nerd trophies, my man. Like that's top tier. You're really getting into it. You've given us more progression on that's the story. A full shelf. That is a full shell. So I hope you've got space with the rest of your potatoes for these trophies. Um I uh I see that you've got some very nice paper towels in the background <laughs> there. Um I love the swirly patterns. Uh also to get to my heart, it requires some food, and brownies is 
pretty high up on that list. So well done. That's why I am going to give you the chance to uh, to get a high roll on my D12, which I have here. <laughs> <Not> um, D12. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Because, of, because of the paper towel and the baking, I'm giving you a plus two. Um, but yeah, here we go. Let's see. Let's see how you do. You, well, you could have done <laughs> You got a four plus two is a six. So so well done, my friend. Um, as someone who used to live with a chef, I know everything there is to know about baking. And uh, look, the use of coffee beautifully accentuates the flavor of the chocolate. And I honestly t- did. Oh my god, I was going to say ten out of ten. I forgot my own rating system. What is that? 10 out of 10, but and actually it's like a, like a, it's a 5 out of 7. I think we need in the next email, uh, the brownies next to it. You can keep, keep the Kumara yeah, just to get on top of the batch of brownies so that we know that it comes into fruition. Yeah, that's or devastating. Mash a couple it, blocks with put it in there sure. and let us know how that tastes. Um... <clears throat> I'm going to say I don't think you went and did a night class. Because <laughs> my review last time was um, a night class, just a creative writing class, you know, story, story-wise. Because you've introduced a new character um, with no background or connection to the original character that you started telling the story with. Um, so why should I care about this, Kumara? Uh, where are the emotional stakes? Um Am I supposed to assume that this Kumara is the baker that it's going to make this brownie? I don't know. You'll get some pity points from me because you've given directions for half a tray and a full tray of brownies, depending on package sizes. But I'll say, you know, man, again, my review for you, and it will be my review for you every single time. <laughs> Just do a night class. <laughs> Look, I, uh, I'm i going to jump in here. I don't know what Harris is talking about. He clearly doesn't understand mise-en-scene because uh, as I look at this image, boy, Boy, let me tell you, I the the texture of the paper towel as the background adds a sort of a visual element to this that I really enjoy. The sort of the the rawness of the kumara speaks to the honesty of this image. Um, the ingredients again, having that little twist, having a little bit of coffee in those brownies. I mean, there are layers upon layers here, and I think that clearly you didn't go to a writing class; you went to study. Uh, you you did media studies basically. That's what your night class was, and that's what I'm picking up from this image. I respect it. Again, I think we've only really struck uh, a match for the potential that you have and where the story could go. Um, it does raise questions: what happened to the previous character? Um, and I, I I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm not sold yet. Um, I would give it two two and a half thumbs up. Ooh. I think so. There's two full up thumbs and one that's getting there but isn't quite there because you you've really got to tie these 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 disparate stories together and that's what i'm looking for nice See, i i would like to say just that uh we'll, we'll be posting this picture up on our, on our socials so uh oh, we will. if you yeah we will <laughs> if you want to give your hand whether you're a baker or a non-baker like me and see how creative you can get with these brownies like maybe maybe create some character brownies for us or like you know yeah, give <laughs> give it a go post it back with like your creation of brownies i'd love to see that i personally can't do it my mine would just turn out like a flat tray of nothing but like <laughs> show us what you guys yeah, can make do and let us know if if we should have been more lenient on the score for this review so thank you for your review scott but again the uh, improvement there's always room to improve uh with that, I think it's time for the recap. We have our favorite Bodian doing the recap today. Yeah. Take us away. Last time on Lost Cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> dun dun. Uh, so yeah, we we met um, Crixia's wonderful friend Giggles, uh, who is very terrifying, and Squeeb is quite unsure of the threat of this this creature. But anywho, um, he's now family, um, and <laughs> uh, and yeah. So we also <laughs> we also you know had had a good read through Squeeb's book. Um, talked about our uh, our next quest, which is coming up soon. Uh, the arena, 
which should be fun considering we're all gonna die um and <laughs> yeah and then we uh we proceeded to to move away from the tent and uh squeeb went into time itself And with that, as time comes to a standstill, or at least it should for all of you, I would like only Halcyon and Tria to leave. What? What? (laughs) Fine. You've cast the spell, time comes to a standstill, and again, it is... The thing that surprises you isn't the stillness, it's the, the silence of everything around you coming to a complete stop except for Crixia um I fully double take um um Crixia are you are you here with me you should be stopped uh Crixia is partway through waving a hand in front of Tria's face well uh I must say this is definitely new for me is is this new for you Yes. Um, the first time I cast this spell, everything stopped. Everybody, every bee, every... The the wind was gone. Like, there was nothing. No sound, nothing. This is... Um, well, it's good to not be alone in this. So, um, yeah, well, I guess uh, we'll start counting, because I want to see how long time can stop for before this spell ends. Um... Is um is Squinton around? Like can I if I try and talk to Squinton, will he pop up? Yeah, little Squinton pops up out of the book. Ah. Greetings. Do you have any questions for me? I do. Um why is it that when I've cast this spell that Crixia is doesn't seem to be affected? That is impossible. I mean, can you not see her? Hello, as uh, Crazy gives a little wave. I am a pre-programmed illusion with over uh, thousands of responses. Well, you're saying it's not possible, but it has happened. Um, And... No, it has not happened. It is not possible. Well, it has, and it is possible. I've just found out. It is not possible. Okay, well, this is going to go in circles. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, I'm up to 300,000. Is that right? Is that the count, Crixia? Well, I was at uh, 250, give or take, but uh, I also did not count, start counting straight away. I was really confused at the uh, stopping of the will. Yes, me too. Well, not at that part, but you being here. I will, yeah, I'll add at this point. As you're trying to move, like count to a specific time, the time of day does not change. No clocks would work in the stopped time. It truly is your own perception that determines how long has passed. Hence the counting. All right. Um, yeah, and after about um, you know what we perceive to be ten minutes, I will lay both my hands on one of the little monkeys, and um... sorry before. Before Squeeb does that, um, could Crixia, like, head slightly back towards the city to see just how far this seems to have, like, affected? Uh, yeah, I'd say there's a sand dune nearby that if you were to reach its peak, um, you might be able to take a, a better look. But the walls of the city are quite high. Uh, yeah, Crixia will give it a go. Uh, it might be best to see, like, the range of this spell. Yeah. Yeah, cool. you take you start making your way towards the dune. Uh behind her squeeb, you notice that for every step she takes, she leaves behind fail. <laughs> Stop. Stop right now. Um, Crixia stops. <laughs> yeah, I would have stopped her like five steps in. Um yeah. Uh I don't think unless you want a wall of veil going across from where you are now up to that hill, I suggest you you stop. Um I like where your head was at, but it's too dangerous, I think. Uh, Maybe next uh, time we cast this spell, we'll do it at a high vantage point so that we can see. Crixie will stop and see the veil and just 
nod in agreement of yes, yes, that seems very, very smart. I shall, I shall stay here, not move. Good call. Um, and then I, uh, yeah, I'll end the spell, um, on one of the monkeys. Cool. You, uh, having done a very good job of staying mostly in the same place, um, you do have to bend down a little bit to finish casting the spell on one of the monkeys. And as you do so, the book cannot help but move. And it leaves a very small amount of the veil floating in space as you touch the monkey and time instantly resumes. We're back. Back. What has happened for you, Halcyon and Tria, is in the blink of an eye, Crixia has moved about five steps from where she was, and there is a cloud of veil behind her. There is also a tiny, tiny little section of veil in front of Squeeb. Um, which we both would have immediately stepped away from. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, so I don't know how long we were stopped for you guys, but for us, we counted uh, approximately 10 to 12 minutes uh, and then I ended the spell. But one side effect is um, Crixia was there. Time did not stop for her like it did for everyone else, which Squinton seems to think is impossible. <sighs> this is certainly a strange experience, I must say. So, uh, hold the like cloud of veil uh, that was behind Crixia. I mean, is that like is that Crixia shaped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. It is basically from where you saw her standing to where she was instantly, like, instantly teleported to. There is, like, a Crixia, like, like, shroud of veil behind. Um, sorry, that was just watching you basically teleport. Well, I was uh, trying to get to yeah. the top of Doom to see if the whole city was affected or if a small bubble around us, but uh, Squeeb very quickly told me not a good idea to move, as we can see. Um, ten, 10 to 12 minutes, you say? That's, I mean, I probably could have kept going, but I didn't want to risk any more movement or anything like that. It was less than a blink of an eye for, for us and it's fine that you took Crixia with you that's I, fine it's not like I had shown Halcyon. fantastical interest in the in the magics that you're doing it's fine I'm glad that it Halcyon, I, I promised um, you use your ring if you must but I promised you this was not planned if I could take anyone I, I would have taken you I promise but um, the, this the was book, not expected the, the book wizard uh non-existent man did say it was impossible and would not believe us that I was there. I do not believe it was Squeeb's intention to leave you behind. I I appreciate that. So, but um, do you have any idea as to why you were taken along? Are you a time wizard? I, I am most definitely no time wizard, but maybe since you gave me access to the full book, which was the he said, for the apprentice, yes. Maybe it has given me some uh, immunity to your magic now that I have read. But Halcyon has read as well. Has he read the full book as I did, or small? Hmm. I did only identify it. I do not understand the language of it. True. Squinton. Um, if you would yeah. wish. Um, so, what would happen if another person besides myself, besides the apprentice of Squinton, read this book? Well, in theory, anyone with arcane aptitude could use this book to cast spells. But of course, not knowing Squinton's last name, you would simply be able to disintegrate the book. Arcane aptitude. Crixia, do you have 
such power? There's indeed been times where strange things happened around me, yes. Like what? <laughs> Besides from this, because this is pretty strange. Have you ever thought about running for office, Crixia? Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Bill, uh, my, my weapon that I use does have some magical abilities that uh, seem uncommon in the area. I know that. Do you mind if we try and identify it? Uh, or would would that be too personal? Well, the way that my blade does tend to work, I'm not sure if I can give to other people and it still works the same way. What do you mean? Uh, the bow blade that I use has the best properties, and unfortunately, as much as we are closer, I do not necessarily trust you guys enough that I may lose my weapon. How would us identifying your weapon lead to you losing it? Well, I do not know. I'm not a magic user like you guys. You tell me. Truth or lie on that one, please. Truth. I'm not a magic user like you two. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last bit of that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) You. So all you know. <laughs> Championship boxer levels of ducking and waving. <laughs> yeah. What if what if I were to identify it while you were holding it? I mean, that is a possibility, but again, there is only a certain level of trust that we have managed to build. Well, this has gotten to a point where I am now worried to use any of my magic around you in case it drags you into it. And my magic is dangerous, so we need to find out what is causing this immediately. Otherwise, I am no use to anyone. What if I simply detected magic? It wouldn't require touching you or or taking your weapon from you, but giving us a greater sense of the kinds of magics that come from you. Very well, if I will not stop you, if you wish. Take out my book, an old ritual cast to take magic. Uh, what does it look like as you cast a spell? Um, I like scroll through my little notepad and I pull out like I, I get it to a page and it pops open and like a pop up book, a small pair of um, very basic like pince-nez spectacles come out, like the little half ones that just sit, and I like put them on. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I just like really focus through them and have a look around at the magical auras. Okay. As you look around <laughs> to see what is magical, there is a strong, very strong, almost blinding glow coming from Squeeb's book. His book is inherently magical. You can only assume that there are layers of stuff in there, not just the, you know, the arcane workings, but also the illusory, the programmed illusion that is uh, squinting inside this book. You look around, you glance over Tria. Uh, Tria's ring that she wears is glowing. You see that uh, your the the goblin oath blade wrapped around your arm is very magical. Um, and as your eyes rest on Crixia, her bow staff is magical. There is also, as you look at everyone, there is like a very very faint glow coming from your entire being, Halcyon, and Squeeb's being. Uh, there is no glow from Crixia, but there is a strong glow from her bow staff or bow blade Hmm. so I would interpret that as Squeeb and I are inherently magical any of Crixia's magic would be to do with this stuff I I will say that um, out loud it seems as though you are not inherently magical but uh, I can see why you are being so cagey about this bow staff of yours it does seem to reek with magic what kind of magic um can you i i haven't looked at to tick magic in a while (laughs) can you tell me what to do because it gives you the school right Uh, that's what it does you learn the school of magic if any uh enchantment specifically all right it's an enchanted bow staff 
That's about as much as I get from this. But nothing has happened to it, so potentially uh, identifying it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I think, Crixia, this time magic stuff does seem dangerous, and I know that we aren't all super close, but just identifying your weapon, it, it might help. Very well, but do know that this means I'm putting a lot of trust in you, Squeeb. Of course. I would never break this trust. <clears throat> so, Crixia uh, takes the bow and, like, does, like, a little, um, like, flicks it through her hands in, like, a circle and then puts it to rest, standing up, keeping hold of it in front of Squeeb. Yeah. Uh, Squeeb was going to suggest doing that because, um, yeah, like, as you said, um, the, the magic may disappear once you let go of it, so holding on to it just for, you know, safety, I guess. But yes, also, I it, I don't want to risk this spell not working, so, because this is my last spell of the day as well. Um, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll cast um, Identify at second level. I don't think that changes anything, um, but that's, yeah, the last spell slot I've got. So, normally... Uh, for you, we've experienced this before. As you cast Identify on a weapon, it takes you to the weapon being used. As you cast Identify on this, there is a brief moment where you go to shift away, and in your mind's eye, you stop. You've moved maybe like five feet from where you were standing. Um, the object refuses to be identified. <laughs> Piece of shit. Every bit of information. Harris's face right then was just perfect. Every bit of information we get only further digs my heels into I know what's fucking Mm -hmm. happening here, but Halcyon doesn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I will say you can try to overpower this resistance and I would like you to make me a uh, make me a spell attack roll. Do I get the feeling that I could hurt this weapon in any way by doing so? No. Okay, so it's it's nothing will happen to this weapon if if I to the weapon no. or Crixia <laughs> <laughs> just kills uh, me. <laughs> you cannot say for certain that nothing will happen to Crixia. Um, I will tell Crixia what's happening, uh, and I will ask for her permission um, and let her know the risks. I actually, unfortunately, you don't get the chance. This is in the stopped time inside your mind. Oh. You have to choose right now. Are you going to push the force oh, that is trying to stop you? Is... Or are you going to let it pass? Josh, why? <laughs> Josh, I love your DMing, but I don't think I enjoy anything more than you doing this. <laughs> 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 <sighs> um. I'm going to stop. I promise I wouldn't break any sort of trust. Uh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to explain what happened. And um, uh, so um, I can possibly... Sorry, before you chose to not push it, as that, that moment, that arcane instinct, the ability to push through the spell fades, as it does so, you hear a voice in your head that says... Fuck off. You have made the wise decision. <laughs> you right there, buddy? Harris? Buddy? Do I recognize this voice in any way possible? No. Okay. Well, um, your weapon has a voice. Uh, I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, yes, I did know that the a voice that accompanies um, my weapon. That's very cool. I I might say um, it. It's very cool <laughs> and a little bit intimidating. Um, let's just say I, I won't try and identify this again. I could try and push through, um, but I wouldn't do so without your permission. Um, if if you have any way of speaking to the voice, 
in this weapon, could you ask it to, if it has any way, like, if it knows what's happening with the time magic, like why you are being pulled in, is it doing that? Or is it, uh, you know, just random? Uh, if, if this is possible, of course. I, I could talk to it and see if that is the reason. Um, do you trust sure. this voice? I trust this voice more than my own life. Okay. Sorry, just... It's been a day. It has been a day. Just to clarify, you tried to identify this in the item just told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. And and I didn't want to... <clears throat> I didn't want to break Crixia's trust by pushing through without permission. Um, and when I released, the voice said that this was a wise choice. Can I do a history or arcana check about that ever happening? Like identifying an, an <laughs> item and that happening or or maybe weapons that have had voices? Uh, ab- absolutely. Roll me a... Yeah, roll me... Yeah, history or arcana, your choice. It, it will give slightly different information depending um, on my role. Can I help by asking Squinton? Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely ask Squinton. Um, let's let's do your role, Halcyon. Uh, I got a sixteen on history. History, uh, and it's with advantage. No, I didn't roll with advantage. Sorry. Um, yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, Squinton actually doesn't have anything to add to your knowledge, Halcyon. So this is all you. You think about it. Again, your whole job is dealing with sensitive information. So you come across information that others may not. There are weapons that can resist being identified. There are weapons that can completely bypass being identified as well. If this object was cursed, it would... uh, it would read as cursed. So this is not a cursed object. Um, The fact that the object could resist being identified is incredibly rare, almost to the point of being impossible, but so is Squeeb's magic. So that's two impossible things you've encountered. Okay, so... Just again, just really, just for my notes, you tried to identify it, it resisted that, and then it told you that that was a wise choice. Correct. Okay, so it's been a day. Uh, A magic that I believed to be myth turned out to be reality, and a magic item of such power and rarity uh, that two bordered on myth became reality in front of my eyes. And you two have a familial bond with one another. This is very strange. Just, Tria, just quickly, just just so I'm getting everything in line. That ring of yours doesn't, you know, destroy universes or anything Tria. like that. Just so we're all Tria's clear. been smoking a cigarette this whole time. She doesn't do this timey-wimey magic stuff. Uh, it's bad for your health. I know. Just, just, you don't have to tell me every time. I do, I do. I'm concerned for your well-being. You shouldn't smoke around children. There's a higher chance that they'll pick it up themselves. I have um, never smoked around my children. Elsene <laughs> goes to test truth or lie on that, but lie. then just goes, what am I doing? There's more <laughs> Why do you think I picked up smoking? Um... <laughs> <laughs> um Tria um, just looks what? down at her ring and goes, no. This, at least to my own knowledge, doesn't destroy universes. It does destroy something, though, right? Because it is either a <laughs> um, Let us well, just, just okay. all for just a minute, please. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> while while Halcyon is questioning his existence and everything he knows about life, apparently. <laughs> Um, Greg, she will take the bow staff back and close her eyes and call out to the voice. I, okay. Here's, here's, do you just want to say some information to the voice or are we going to have a conversation? Um, we'll ask, uh, about the, 
uh, being able to join Squeeb in the time magic as Squeeb requested. The voice responds, I was trying to do my best. I'll be honest, I panicked and made the decision I thought was the best one at the moment, but perhaps I have landed you in more hot water than if I had just been quiet. It's, it's okay. I, uh, I do not think that they're going to do anything to me. It is fine. <laughs> not while I'm around. Well, the Squeeb did raise a good point. Do you know why I am suddenly able to join him in the time magic? Or is it, uh, as I may have said, to do with reading the book? I mean, you know it has to do with reading the book. Now that, well, now that I've read the book, there are certain things that are possible between us that were not possible before. Very well. Uh, Thank you very much. I was worried that something might happen to you in the stopped time, so I figured you should be included. I will, uh, I'll take extra care next time. Um, and Crixie will... Good. And I, I apologize for putting you in this position. I did, I did not mean to. I acted in the moment doing what I thought was best. But, uh, if there's, if there's anything, anything I can do to help, let me know. Um, I might be able to, it's probably too late, but I could write your name in that book, change the question marks to Crixia, but no, it's probably a bit late for that. It is okay. And, uh, you have done a lot for me over my life. I, of course, forgive you. It's what friends are for. Uh, Crixie will turn to Squeeb, um, pushing the bow staff back. <laughs> you cannot see it, but everyone is shaking their head like they're in a washing machine. They are not going to be happy with me. I fucking hate this. I fucking knew it. It's, when when Crixia read that book immediately I text Josh being like this is what has happened I fucking knew it <laughs> um, yeah Crixia turns to Squee putting the bow staff away um, Vel it does very much seem to be after reading your book it has given me access to accompany you this is not good agreed this seems very bad <laughs> Can you opt out of joining Squeeb? I I guess this will have to be discovered the next time. Uh, it is not something I actively controlled. Who is the weapon? A very good friend of mine. Yeah, but specifically. <laughs> For my notes. For it must yes, be quite a powerful on- creature. Halcyon, knowing that you write everything in that book, no matter how many times we've requested you do not do so, what makes you think that I will tell you things? Fair, fair point. But just, just, I mean, the company you keep as has been made apparent and Halcyon, like, motions back towards your house <laughs> and the cadaver lying on the ground outside of it. Just really, um, just hoping that we don't end up dying because of you. Because when we die because of me, we will come back to life. There is nothing that he will do to actively kill us. The <laughs> lie <laughs> in in your <laughs> did you say the lie? Did you actually? I did. That's pretty good. Yeah, I would. I like that. I like that. Other players are now jumping on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I love that answer so much. <laughs> Look, Halcyon, as much as you are a pain in the ass, I've already promised you once before that I will do my best to keep you alive. I have made that promise to Squeeb, and I have made that promise to Tria. Why would I possibly make that promise if there is something about me that I do not believe that I would be able to do that? I don't know, Crixia. I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen time magic, an item of this power. The fact I have the Oath Blade is also a very powerful item. It's just the connection that you have to Squeeb, it all just feels a little crazy to me. And I don't I don't know what is happening. You don't always have, been... have to know what is happening. I do, though, Tria. I do. That's <laughs> 
everything required for the life that I am living and the goals that I attest to, I have to have the information. I do. Would it, would it help you to know that a very long time ago, I was in a very bad situation that I, I would not have made it out without his help. He's, he's been there for me for a very long time and has saved my life on multiple occasions. In, in your head, Crixia, the voice speaks to you and says, Perhaps I should have a word with them. It might smooth things over. I mean, it, you, you could have things under control, um, but, you know, yeah, it's an option. He would like to have word with you all. Would it make you feel better? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Better, we'll we'll see. But I would like to speak to whatever this is. Freya just lights her second Very cigarette. Well. <laughs> chain chain smoking. Very well. <laughs> Very well. Uh, well, I suppose all of you at uh, meet Kulpitan. You what? take off the scarf that you are wearing. The one that you use to cover your face to hide from the sand as you left the city. On it is a red smile as you release it. it. The wind picks up. It catches the sand in the center of all of you is lifted and forms a vaguely humanoid figure. But the scarf rests exactly where this figure's mouth would be. And as it does, it sort of crumples and scrunches up and begins to move as words emanate from this space between all of you. Well, uh, uh, greetings. Uh, it is nice to finally speak with all of you. I can understand if you have numerous questions. Uh, yes, I am Kulkatan the Outsider. Uh, my symbol is a smile because at the end of the day, I'm a trustworthy <laughs> guy, just like you. Um, I don't wish to cause any trouble, any harm. Um, you know, me and Krixia have been friends for a long time. I've known her since she was young. Um, as everything she said is right. Um, she was in a, a dire position. I was more than happy to help her. Uh, through the staff that she wields, I was able to do that. And um, in general, I, I am really, I'm rooting for all of you. I hope you all succeed in any endeavor you set upon. Um... And I will now field any questions you may have. Um, um, Halcyon State, right? Uh, firstly, just what are you? Well, I am Kulkatan, uh, the outsider. Uh, what that means is kind of hard to explain. Um, do you are you do you understand what an archfey is? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, guys. I'm done. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, leaving. Harris has taken yeah. out his earphones and he has walked away from his computer. Well, I have I think he's, I think he's finally managed he's to break him <laughs> after two campaigns. This has been my life goal. I am so happy right now. <laughs> so, not an archfey, but adjacent. Think of it Fuck. like... Oh, not... <laughs> A, a being with again. <laughs> so basically, a being with a lot of power. Uh, my speciality is items with, that have inherent magic. Um, so that is kind of how I influence the world. Uh, of course, for the better. Why was Crixia? In my time spell. How did that happen? Well, that was a sort of a defense mechanism. You see, as a... Uh, I don't know what else to call it other than a friend of mine. I I reacted instinctively. I thought if she were not able to move during the, you know, the moments the time of Frozen, she would not be able to defend herself. And I promised her very long ago that I would help keep her safe. So you made her join the spell yes um when she read the book i read the book as well oh. and that meant that as you casted it i knew what to do to keep her included so do you now have access to all of the spells in this book 
No. So I look those the magic in there is kind of insane. Uh I might oh, be powerful, but I'm not gonna fuck around with that shit. Okay. Um, Good. I, I was going to ask if you could not do anything with time magic. It is very dangerous. I am messing with it to understand it at my own peril. Um and yes, just me me being the only one puts the danger factors down just slightly, but no. Yes. <laughs> the look, I am Kulkatan the outsider of being of measurable power. I wouldn't <laughs> mess around <laughs> with that magic. The only all I did was make sure that Crixia could also move in case she needed to defend herself. That's all well, I did. By doing you that, you also created a whole bunch more veil. Well, yes and no. no yes. Uh, okay. You know what? You got me there. I'll give you that one. You're right. Um, sorry. Just, just a, you, a, a grand, powerful being, um, just decided to help out Corexia just of the good of your own being, or or was there a uh, wh- like? What do you get from this? It is not my story to share, but I've been in a position where things are their darkest, where you have no one, where you are alone, where all you really need is a a friend to get you out of a bad situation. And now that I have my power, that is what I do. So do you do this I don't think, for everyone? I don't think anyone needs motivation to do the right thing. One should because they could. <laughs> Correct. But So do you do this for everyone that is in a dark place? Or why? I suppose that's part of the story that is not yours to tell. Um, could you help me? I... Hey, back off, man. Back off. (laughs) In theory, I could. I, to answer the Baldian's question earlier, I cannot interact with the world directly. Once you hit a certain level, your ability to mingle in things, it becomes hazy. But let's just say that I have found that my ability to enact through things is through magical items. That is my speciality. To answer you, Halcyon, if you wished me to help you, I could, but uh, you would need to attune an item to me through which I could help you. Oh, God. (laughs) Interesting. Perhaps the goblin oathblade that you wield. How powerful (laughs) are you? (laughs) Well, uh... Oh, substantially. I'm not going to lie to you all and say that I do not have incredible power. I did stop your friend from identifying an object. Um, But my ability to interact with the world you live in is limited. I can only do so through the items that I am linked to. So, for example, let's say there's an entire village and none of these people have any kind of arcane aptitude and they don't have any magic items. I could do nothing in that village. Absolutely nothing. It would be, you know, entirely... If if they were attacked by a bunch of goblins, I could not protect them. But if someone in that village had an item that was attuned to me, I could grant that person uh. some magical ability. So, by people attuning their weapons and linking them to you, does that make your power grow? Or just make make your power more available to other people? In theory, because my area of influence increases, it would make my power grow. My power is what my power is, but the places I can affect increase over time through people linking objects to me. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, I believe it does. Um, I just want to say, uh, I'm sorry if we got off on the wrong foot. Um, I'm just very, no, not at all. I very protective I, of listen. my book and my magic. Um, it's nice to meet you. The sand being, here's his face, priceless. The sand being like offers a, a hand towards you, Squeeb. Yeah, I'll to like shake your hand. I'll, I'll shake him with all four of my hands. Um, 
my hand feet <laughs> and shake it. It's an odd sensation because you're effectively, your limbs are passing into an area of like wind, basically. So you feel your hands, you're not touching anything solid. They're just kind of being buffeted around. <laughs> um, I've never tried that before. So, you know, there we go. Um, but no, I trust me. I completely understand why you would think suspicious things. I am a, a being that does not exist in the same way that you. You and your friends do. I, you know, there. I stopped your spell. Uh, I maybe a little intimidatingly said that it was a wise choice, not identifying the the item. Um, I suppose that was. To but I, I truly, I am just here to protect Crixia and anyone else that has a, an item attuned to me. I look out for them. Um, and it kind of to circle back to your question, Halcyon. Not a dig at you, but everyone that I have attuned to, there, there's a certain pureness of heart that I require before. It, it's, not, it's not to say, you know, no one has ever made a mistake in their life. Everybody has. But it is to say that your intentions are pure. Can that is the thing that... Can people's intentions um, and pure of heartness change? Or is it... An, oh, an, 100%. Oh. I I would be lying if I said that I have never granted power to an evil individual. I almost certainly have. But once I realize... To the cadaver outside Gracia's <laughs> home and the blood massacre that is sitting there. And he just kind of acknowledges that in his own mind. But once I realize that a, you know, that a creature has strayed from this path, I will take my power back in a moment. Okay. Do you have a physical form? Uh, none more so than the one that you see. So um, this is like, and I can only do this because you are near Crixia's staff. If you took, if you walked like thirty feet away, I couldn't follow you. So not even on like another plane of existence. It gets very convoluted, but technically no. Can Tria okay. walk up to the Sandman and poke him in his sand body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you? <laughs> First of all, love the question. Second, are you just poking like anywhere specific or just arm? like the torso? Yeah, it passes through. It feels like your hand's being buffeted <laughs> by strong winds. Like it's kind of getting like. Katrina just wiggle about. her hand inside um, the sand creature. <laughs> yeah, the the closest sensation is like when you hold your hand outside the window of a car that's moving fast. That's what it feels like. Freya, what are you doing? I am not a magic user. This is weird. You guys were talking about how weird it was that there was a monkey in the desert. This is weird. This is Sandman. <laughs> I, I am a magic user, and this is still weird, so fair, fair enough. If if everyone wants to reach in, have a go. I mean, I did just shake your hand, so I, I know what it's like. Um, I'm fine. This is obviously not first meeting for me, so I, I'm also good. Did you put your hand inside him as well? No, I can say I've never put my hand inside the Kolkatan. It's not how our friendship goes. <laughs> okay. That, that's the one lie on the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lie. Yeah, the, the ring catches fire. Burns <laughs> through your head. I, um... I don't trust you. That's fair. <laughs> I honestly, I get it. And this whole time, Tria's hand just kind of wiggling out. I get it. This is a lot to take in. All you need to know that is that think of me as like a silent partner to your adventures. And anytime someone tries to hurt Crixia, I'm kind of here to be like, hey, maybe like throw some fire at that guy or something. Crixia, okay. Sorry, Squee. What? I was just going to say, um, so. You know, you're obviously around, so you would have heard our vote earlier about us dying. Um, how do you feel about that? Are you on board with this plan? Or will you um, try to do something to stop it from happening? A big part of 
sort of what I believe is that people get to make their own choices. I have opinions, but certainly it's up to Crixia at the end of the day. So I I essentially abstain from voting. Can I ask what your opinion is on this situation? It's complicated. Um, I can see how you two get along. I... I honestly have not decided. Um, were it, if it was a bad decision and it turns out that they are not going to revive Crixia, then the city of Titan will have its own problems. Okay. Well, at least that is an extra safeguard. Makes me feel better about my decision. <laughs> Makes me feel worse, but that's fine. One more question. For you, creature, and for you too, Grixia. Um Please, it's Kulkatan. You've heard my name, Kulkatan the Outsider. I, I, my whole thing is I'm a big smile. Yes, it that's, was the smile that I was going I'm to ask the question about. For if I remember correctly, when we first all met in Vadir's Tower, the box uh, with items that we were all getting, your one seemed to have a bandana very similar to this sitting in it. Yes, that's because Verdir is also one of my friends. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, John. I'm going to yeah, I'm, I'm look you right in the eyes. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so okay, so that but that doesn't make any sense because why would he give? Why is that a reward for you then, Crixia? Well, I do believe it was his way of telling me that he knows of Kulkatan. And that uh, more of a conversation may be had later. We were not exactly on good terms in that room, if you all remember correctly. Also, I'd not, you know, to really push the point, but you haven't really had the moment alone with him. Just the cat, right? Yes. Is he a cat? Oh, I, I can answer this question if you would like. But also, the mystery is kind of fun, isn't it? I wouldn't want to take that away from you. <sighs> there is a there is a certain intensity in your eyes that makes me think I should tell you if Verdir is a cat or not. Verdir is not a cat. I think <laughs> he's probably not going to like that I'm spoiling this, but he has a lot of stuff going on, so it's probably <laughs> fine if three people know. Verdir is a drow elf but is deliberately being a cat to fuck with you <sighs> fine okay that's the least weird thing i've heard today well i hope you, this makes you feel better healthy it does it, but i'm grateful that you shared this with me should what's the time everybody does anybody know what the time is uh crazy looks at the sun to detect the time <laughs> Yeah, I'll say that the sun is is beginning to set. How's it seeing all of this shit go down? Is going to go well, okay, and it's going to sit in the sand and start a tuning to the Earth flight. <laughs> uh, I do believe it'll be about uh, five o'clock ish, Weeb. Okay. Um, should do you mind if we camp here and maybe stay the night? Will your will Giggles mind? Will Giggles be okay with us staying here? This is the first time your attention has been drawn to Giggles in a while. None of you can see him. Oh, no. Well, I certainly hope that weird monkey thing doesn't eat anybody. Um, Look, as an outer being, I have no idea what that thing is. It kind of freaks me out, (laughs) to be honest. I don't like that Crixie hangs out with it, but it's her choice. Anyway... If you want to be a friend of Kulkatan, the outsider, uh, my symbol is a smile, so you know that's a good thing, then uh, leave me a review or review my friends uh, on iTunes or Spotify or whatever it is you listen to uh, this crazy adventure on. Um, And yeah, if you're looking for a magic, if you want to be a warlock, let me know. I have magic to go around. Um, Other than Other than that, I hope you have a good day (laughs) and keep an eye out for giggles.